0: you know I have to say it again I have to do it again Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and why do I keep repeating that passage of scripture Remember what the Word of God says. It says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So what we should be listening to more than anything else as Christians is God's Word, because that is how faith comes. And what is faith? Uh, You guys know this, but faith is trust, it's belief, it's assurance, it's reliance, it's confidence, it's adherence to someone or something and remember the object of our faith always has to be almighty god the lord jesus christ amen praise god for tuning in with me once again brother dale of gospel repentance ministries merry christmas to you this is a saturday edition it is december the 16th 2017 nine days before christmas now i know some of you who um, do not celebrate christmas that may be listening to this podcast would prefer that i say happy holidays and i will say that as well but i am not a politically correct person so uh, you will get merry christmas from me before you get happy holidays not trying to uh disrespect or offend anyone or cast shade on anyone but merry christmas to you all hope your holiday season is the most blessed of your life be careful out there shopping That's usually when people get a little more crazier and uh, do some um, outrageous and stupid things at any rate i want to talk about a subject that i think is very important and it is the question of does god always forgive or is there times where god will not forgive us for our sins. (laughs) Probably thinking right now, okay, Brother Dale, where are you going with this? What's your angle? What's your point? Well, bear with me and I will explain what I mean. So to launch this uh, discussion in our episode, let's go over to Mark's gospel, chapter 11. And I'm going to start with verse 20. Here we go. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance said to them, Master, behold the fig tree which you cursed is withered. And Jesus answering said to them, Have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily or truly I say to you that whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, very important here, forgive, for if you have aught against any that your Father who also is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Here's the contrast, but here's a conjunction, if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Now what in the world is Jesus talking about there because this seems once again to be a contradiction and what uh, we realize happens to those who believe or who place their faith in Jesus Christ the Bible says their sins are forgiven remember what Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 said when I believe it was the angel Gabriel talking to uh, Joseph the husband of Mary who of course is the mother of the Lord he said, um, she's gonna have a child. Says that that which is in her is um, was conceived of the Holy Ghost and you shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Once again, that's Matthew chapter one, verse 21. So, and also we read, we go back uh, some uh, 700 years before Christ reading the, um, the book of Isaiah uh, chapter fifty-three and verse five, he says, uh, "He was uh, wounded for our transgressions; uh, the chastisement of our peace was placed upon him. He was bruised for our iniquities, and by his stripes or his wounds we are healed." And Peter uh, refers to that verse, and I believe it's um, it's First uh, Peter chapter 2 verse 24 it says um, he was wounded for our uh, transgressions and uh, he bore our sins on the tree I'm not quoting it verbatim and by his stripes uh, you've been healed and so we read from those just those passages alone that when we believe we placed our faith in Jesus Christ for our soul salvation our sins were forgiven and we were in, and we were granted eternal life so what is Jesus talking about that if we don't uh, forgive those who have ought against us or who has done us wrong that he would not forgive us our trespasses if we don't forgive others their sins well we need to understand what is going on here there is a uh, what's called judicial forgiveness and that is the forgiveness that we receive once we place our faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins we are justified that means that God took away our sin when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ substitutionary death upon the cross or what we call the atonement and when we said yes to Christ uh, our sins were placed on him in other words there was a transference of our guilt and our shame and our condemnation and our wrath and our punishment that we deserved was placed on the Lord Jesus Christ and in turn uh, we were granted his righteousness we were granted uh, justification we were given a divine pardon from our sins we're guilty we deserve death we deserve damnation but when we placed our faith in Jesus Christ uh, that everything that I just mentioned to you was imputed to him and in turn the divine exchange the glorious exchange happened and his righteousness was now imputed to us so now we have a declaration of righteousness isn't that a wonderful thing as something to praise God about we're not righteous essentially please understand that and I've said this before but once again it bears repeating we're not essentially righteous we are essentially sinful but we have a declaration of righteousness we've been the gavel has been slammed on on God's court and he's declared us not guilty because of Jesus Christ intercepting that which we deserved and placing it upon himself that is what's called judicial forgiveness that means our sins have been wiped away but what Jesus is talking about in Matthew chapter 11 is different it's what some have called a parental forgiveness or a familial forgiveness and what that is is that when we have an issue with someone a brother or sister in particular if we're in if we want to pray to god and we need something from god yet we have something against someone and we refuse to forgive them we will not be forgiven of our sins at that point this now this mind you we're already children of god at this point so God will withhold forgiveness from us until we forgive those who have sinned against us. So I hope you understand uh, the difference here. That is a familial forgiveness. That means our relationship with God is strained. We don't have the closeness, the intimacy, the sweetness, the um, that that sweet communion, that closeness, that joy in our salvation that we should experience because of uh, sin because of uh, unconfessed sin or not forgiving others that have committed sin against us. We're saved. We're going to heaven. We have eternal life, but there's a, there's a break in the relationship between a, a loving father and his son or his daughter because we have aught against our brother or sister and we refuse to forgive them, and it is a shame, and it is a travesty for. Any of us to act like that because if we if we refuse to forgive, we're acting like we are better than God, and God is perfect. If God is perfect and He forgive and He can forgive us as sinful human beings, how dare we not forgive those who have wronged us? We have to do it. We have to do it. And somebody said said it, said that we are most like God when we forgive, and I and I agree with that. I'm gonna say that again. We are most like our Heavenly Father when we exercise forgiveness toward our brother and toward our sister so just examine your own life for a moment as you're listening to me if you are being hindered in your prayers if your prayers are not being answered there are a couple of things that I would uh, say to you that's going going on number one you may be praying out of the will of God and if you're praying out of the will of God then your prayer is not going to be answered even though you may not have any ought against anyone number two is that you're operating in unforgiveness you have anger toward someone you have malice toward someone you're upset with someone you you're holding a grudge you're being bitter you're being as as my daughter says all the time being petty and you're holding you withhold you are withholding uh forgiveness Uh, toward someone that that needs it that should have it and we cannot withhold it we have to be forgiving people because our God is a forgiving God imagine if God decided okay I'm not going to forgive you because of all the sin you've committed in your life or I'm going to revoke my forgiveness from you that I initially gave to you when you first trusted in my son for the forgiveness of your sins and salvation because you won't forgive your mother you won't forgive your brother you won't forgive that co-worker that did you wrong shame on us if we operate in that vein we're acting like we're better than God who willingly forgave us no one twisted God's arm to forgive us he forgave us because he loves us and he pities us and he has compassion upon his creation and he wanted us to have an opportunity to have a relationship with him through the Lord Jesus Christ so that is hopefully clear but once again i'll go over it again before i close there is a there is a judicial forgiveness that is the forgiveness that we receive when we place our faith in jesus christ for the salvation of our souls and for the forgiveness of our sins that is eternal that is irrevocable god is not going to change that in us there's also once again a familial uh, or parental forgiveness that also that god extends to us uh when we are uh in him remember what the Bible says in 1st John 1 9 it says if we confess our sins uh, he being the Lord is faithful and and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so we have to continually be in an attitude and in a posture of confessing our sins because remember and I've said this before but I'll say it again when we believed The power of sin was broken. The penalty of sin was taken away and broken. But we still are dealing with that third P. The presence of sin is still with us. That will not be destroyed or taken away until we are glorified in our bodies. In other words, until we are immortalized and uh, we and the and our eternality has been completed, we still are dealing with the presence of sin because we're still in a sinful world and we're still in our sinful flesh. Our bodies have not been redeemed. Our spirits have been revived and and rejuvenated and regenerated, but our bodies are still decaying and they're still corrupt, so therefore we still uh, need forgiveness on a daily ongoing basis from our God we have to still remember that we're sinful people even though we're redeemed people the difference is that God is not going to hold our trespasses against us anymore praise God and hallelujah for that so how can we withhold uh, forgiveness from those whom have offended us we have to forgive we cannot operate in unforgiveness because that is that is bluntly is satanic is demonic it's ungodly and it's not the example that we have been shown so and that's why jesus said that in matthew chapter excuse me mark chapter eleven he says and when you stand praying verse twenty five forgive if you have ought against any that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses verse 26 again but if you do not forgive neither will your father who is in heaven forgive your trespasses ladies and gentlemen that's deep and that's um, that's intense and so let me read another passage of scripture in the book of ephesians that is very very uh, important in regards to this i'm going to go to chapter four of ephesians it's at the end of the chapter but I need to read this uh, and I'm going to start with um, verse 31 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another tender-hearted, forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you That's Ephesians chapter four, verses 31 and 32. So once again, if you want your prayers to be answered and not hindered, make sure that you're not operating in unforgiveness toward anyone so that God can forgive you of your sins. Remember what it says in what we commonly call the Lord's Prayer or what some have called also the Disciples Prayer. Remember what Jesus said, he says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts or our trespasses, you know, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Remember, he said that in that uh, prayer when he was teaching his disciples to pray because they asked him to teach them how to pray and so one of the components or one of the elements that has to be in our prayers is that we have to be forgiving and so Matthew uh, chapter uh, 6 where the Lord's Prayer is um, talked about is also in the Gospel of Luke and also remember in uh, Mark chapter 11 I just read to you verses 25 and 26 says that when you, are, when you stand praying forgive so that your father in heaven may forgive you now once again that is a parental forgiveness that is not a judicial forgiveness and you have to understand the difference so there are times where God will not forgive you if you do not forgive those who have trespassed against you so that's very important you don't want your relationship broken uh, between you and the father you don't want to lose that sweetness you don't want to lose that intimacy you don't want to lose that closeness you don't want to lose that fellowship God is still your father just like a natural father and his children if my children do something against me that that is wrong that is evil then i'm i haven't ceased being their father but they have strained the relationship because they've done wrong and until they come back to me and apologize and and seek my forgiveness the relationship is not going to be as sweet and as comfortable and and as um loving as it needs to be because of the um, the wickedness that they committed or the evil or the offense that they committed against me or against their mother so in order for that relationship to be put back um, in its proper balance uh, they have to come to me and confess their sin they have to say uh, daddy I'm sorry for what I did it was wrong and please forgive me And then I'm obligated to forgive them and to forgive them willingly and lovingly and embrace them and kiss them and say all is well you know I mean you know now um, my wrath is not upon you my anger is not upon you I can now extend to you the grace uh, that um, that you need so that uh, the relationship can be where it needs to be let me go to um, another place I want to go to the um, book of Psalms. We're going to go to the 32nd psalm as a matter of fact and this is a um, psalm of David and I want to read what he said. I think it's very key and it will help us as I wrap up uh, our episode here. Psalm 32 is where I'm headed and we'll start with verse 1. Listen to what uh, David said he said, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord imputes uh, no iniquity, in whose spirit there is no guile. Listen to this, verse three. When I kept silence, my bones became old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer, Selah verse 5 I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hid I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and thou hast forgavest thou the iniquity of my sin Selah verse 6 for this shall everyone that is godly pray to thee in a time when thou mayest be found surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh to him so why did I read that the point of me reading that is that David recognized that when he uh, covered his sin, when he concealed his sin by not confessing it to the Lord, it wore him out. It um, it made him um, insensitive. It made his relationship with God uh, imbalanced, and he wasn't uh, obviously happy. He wasn't. He didn't have joy in his salvation experience with the Lord. But when he confesses sin, you get healing. You get you get right you get uh, centered, you get your position back where you need to be with God and you can walk hand in hand with Him again. So, I know I went a little long on this episode and that's okay, but it's important, extremely important, essentially important that when we pray that we are not in a state of um, of revenge, of malice, of uh, being harsh toward one another, Of refusing to forgive someone because they did something or said something that you didn't like you have to be willing to forgive if you want your relationship with God not to be strained and you want him to listen to you when you pray and if we have any um, civility about us any common sense we don't want our relationship with Almighty God strained we want to be in a position where we can always receive from him the blessings that he wants to bestow upon us, but we hinder his uh, willingness to do that if we are unwilling to forgive those who have trespassed against us. And that's all I need to say in regards to this. God bless you for listening. Until the next episode, Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries.